Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is you're listening to this podcast, we welcome you to the Genius Cast. Another episode we're going to talk about, we're, going to, we're moving along with the division series. Earlier this week, we talked about the AFC North. Today, we're going to jump over to the NFC North, talk about who we think is going to win this division, who's going to be able to come out on top and have a shot of representing the NFC. Is any team able to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? We'll talk about that and much more on today's podcast. Let's go on ahead and jump right on into it and start with the Chicago Bears, a team that kind of came out of nowhere a little bit last year to have a solid season in both fantasy and regular football. If you're a fan of Chicago Bears, you had to like what you saw last year. One of the better teams in the league and got good play from all their, their young talent they have in that offense. I think Mitchell Trubisky's on the right path of stardom. He may not be the elite player uh, that's, that some of the quarterbacks in the league are, but I think Trubisky's going to be a very solid player in the NFL, a very solid quarterback. As we saw last year, he can do stuff with his legs and his arm. Very mobile, can get out of the pocket and avoid the rush, can also make the deep throw, make the short throw, make the right decision um, in this offense. And I think we saw that plenty of times last year for this offense. We see the departure of Jordan Howard. Some may think that you're, lo- you're losing a big part, especially a young player like Jordan Howard, who is a very good player. But that, remember, they're bringing in a rookie named David Montgomery, a player that I think that is going to have a very solid career. Um, is going to be, be able to, to move in right away to that starting role and have a shot of taking over that Jordan Howard uh, type of uh, production in that offense. He's going to be the pound, the pound back with Tariq Cohen continuing to be that pass catching uh, back there. They also brought in Mike Davis of the Seattle Seahawks, a player that had a nice um, a few games with the Seattle Seahawks that was a nice player. Um, they bring him in, thinking that maybe he's going to be the workhorse there, but then they draft Montgomery, but I think Montgomery is a better player, a younger player than Davis is, but I think all three can have uh, an impact at some point this season. But if I'm if I'm looking at one of those running backs, I absolutely love David Montgomery this year. I think he's a player that you can get as an RB2, but has that upside of an RB1. Player that I think is gonna just gonna have an, uh, a better role with his offense than Jordan Howard did. And we saw Howard have decent games and a nice season with the Chicago Bears. It may take a little dip in Cohen's production, but remember Cohen's much more of a pass-catching back than he is uh, running the ball between the tackles, running ball on the outside even. That's going to be Montgomery's job. Cohen's going to be much more of the the pass-catching back like he was last year. And I think there's plenty of stuff to go around for both running backs. But I think I'm going to target Montgomery, obviously, uh, more than I am Cohen just because of what Montgomery is going to be looked at and pot doing if he does indeed earn that role. As we're going to see with training camp starting up, we're going to start to see these battles start to happen more and more. If we're talking about the passing game, last year we saw Taylor Gabriel have some nice games. Maybe he's going to be looked at in fantasy leagues. I'm not very high on Taylor, Taylor Gabriel um, personally. I think we're going to see a lot more out of Anthony Miller this year. Um, Allen Robinson is going to have, have much more production with his offense. That's going to leave someone like Taylor Gabriel out of my pool of players I'm going to take at. And I think we're also going to see much more out of Trey Burton this year. Last year, he, he struggled at times coming over from Philadelphia. Some thought that he might be the answer there at tight end and have a decent year with the Chicago Bears. Being the guy, now that he's not behind Zach Ertz, he was going to be the guy in Chicago. He struggled a, a bit much, uh, too much last year. I think he's going to learn from that offense this year and improve on those stats that he had a season ago. I like Trey Burton to bounce back this season, as well as Allen Robinson to have a bigger season than he did last year. The 
former Jack coming over here. People thought that he was going to have a, a fantastic uh, first season with the Bears. He didn't really live up to expect, expectations last year. I think this year we start to see what kind of player Robinson can be with his offense and with Trubisky as his quarterback. If I'm looking at players on this team in fantasy, obviously going to have, uh, as I talked about, I'm going to have plenty of shares of Montgomery in season long and DFS and best ball. Pretty much anything I'm playing, I'm going to have uh, shares of Montgomery in. Um, absolutely love him in dynasty leagues, obviously. And I'm going to have plenty of shares of Trubisky. I think I like, um, I like what I saw of Trubisky last year. And I think he can improve on those uh, stats from a season ago and improve as an offense as a whole. I'm not really sold on many um, parts of the, of the passing game. I'm likely not going to have too many shares of Cohen. Yes, he's a decent player, but I don't know if I'm going to uh, t- uh, target McCohen in redraft leagues this year. And I'm not really going to take too many wide receivers. Yes, I do like Allen Robinson and what he can possibly do with this offense, as I talked about earlier, but I'm not going to be taking a um, where he's going to be selected in drafts. I'm like not, like not likely going to go that direction. May take a few stabs at Trey Burton. Like I said, I think he's going to improve on the stats last year and be much more of an uh, impact player for this offense moving forward. As we move along to the next team, let's look at the Detroit Lions in this division, a, a team that I think has the, uh, some right pieces in his offense, but I also think it's a team that's going to show struggles this year. They're in, a, in, in a, a tough division with the Bears, the Vikings, and the Packers in the same division as the Lions, so obviously that's going to make me less more um, likely to be on a team like the Lions just because of the other talent in the, in the, in the division. But they do have some nice nice pieces in their offense. I love Kenny Galladay. We saw what he can do last year. Now he's going to be looked at maybe in a bigger role this year. Unless he's probably, he likely might be looked at going earlier in drafts than you, than you really want to. But I think he's going to be worth it where, where Galladay is going to be taken in drafts. I think Galladay is in for a fantastic season, being the number one option there in Stafford. And don't miss out on Marvin Jones. All this talk about Galladay. We might be looking at Marvin Jones um, maybe taking a hit. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Marvin Jones is going to show that he still can be productive in this league and have uh, – last year we saw a struggle out of Stafford. I think Stafford has a, a little bit of a, better of a season. Can't be much than, what, worse than he did last year, obviously, being a mediocre, mediocre quarterback at best last season. But I think we're going to see a better season out of Stafford. We're going to see a, more of an impact out of Galladay, which had a ph- phenomenal season last year. And I think we're going to see more out of Marvin Jones this year as well. They, bring, they draft T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, as we know, tight ends don't really have that big of an impact um, their first rookie in their rookie season. But I think Hawkinson might be a little different. I think he can have somewhat of an impact, but I'm likely not going to be looking at him as a, as a top-tier talent uh, uh, tight end there. And if we look at the ground game, I do love Kerryon Johnson. I think Johnson is not getting looked at as some of the other running backs in this league. I think Johnson has ch- potential to be a top-15 back most likely going to be targeted as much more of a top 20 running back. That's about all I'm looking at there. Some may look at C.J. Anderson and, and say they're going to take a stab on him late in drafts just because of what he did late in the season last year with the Rams. That was a different offense, different scenario. I'm not too high on C.J. Anderson coming into this offense in, in Detroit. And again, the Lions offense is not literally in the same category as the Rams offense is, obviously. So that's not going to make me very high on Anderson, even as a late-round draft pick. If For me, I'm going to be targeting a lot of Galladay's, a lot of Kerryon Johnson's, might have a share or two of Stafford, especially maybe in the best ball format. 
And I'm likely not going to have a whole lot of shares of TJ Hawkinson just because of what rookie tight ends do their first season. I might look at him in dynasty leagues, obviously, because I think he has a, a potential to have a, a decent year. That's what I'm looking at in the, the Lions. I just don't, I, I see an improvement this year, but I just don't like the potential of outside of Galladay and outside of Kerry and Johnson, and maybe Stafford has a little more of an impact as well. Marvin Jones, I might have a few shares of, obviously, because I think he, he's just going to get overlooked. Maybe he falls a little further down than what he, uh, than he possibly does fall, where he should fall, I'm sorry. Um, so maybe, maybe Marvin Jones, just because of where he might fall in drafts with people higher on Galladay, higher on Karrion Johnson. And so maybe Marvin Jones gets overlooked a little bit there in that offense. If we jump to the Green Bay Packers, this is my team in the division. I think the Packers bounce back to take over this division. Aaron Rodgers, if he stays healthy, Rodgers is a player that is going to keep this team in contention year in, year out. Doesn't matter what kind of talent he has with him. And this year he has some nice talent with him, obviously, with Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Geronimo Allison, uh, and aging Jimmy Graham. Um, Aaron Rodgers has, has the talent around him. If he can stay healthy, I think the Packers are obviously one of the better teams in the division. So obviously, um, with my the way I draft, you all, you all know I don't take a lot of quarterbacks very high. So I'm likely not going to have the top-tier quarterbacks. I'm not going to have very many shares of Aaron Rodgers, of Patrick Mahomes, those kind of quarterbacks, just because I'm not going to take a quarterback very high. I like to wait on quarterbacks and, and fill my other positions before I do that. So that's going to have me off of Aaron Rodgers. That doesn't mean that I don't love Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is a phenomenal player. If I could take him late in drafts, I would, do, I would definitely do so. That's not going to happen. Rodgers is in for a big year, and I think a lot of that's going to come with the passing game, obviously, with Devontae Adams. I have Adams as the number one overall wide receiver in football this year, and I absolutely love Geronimo Allison this year. Number two option there in, in, the, in the offense, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, another deep sleeper that I like. But I absolutely love Allison in this offense. I think he's in for a monster year, especially as a number two wide receiver. He's obviously going to be much more of a wide receiver three on fantasy teams with the upside of a wide receiver two. Um, but I'm going to look at him as a wide receiver three, and I'm going to hope for that upside, which I think he can hit this season with Aaron Rodgers, especially with a healthy Aaron Rodgers. And I think Aaron Jones, I think the Packers finally realized they need Jones to help keep Rodgers upright and um, healthy. Jones showed last year he is the, he's the top guy there in that offense, and hopefully this coaching staff does realize that and continues riding Jones. Jones is a nice player, but again, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get Jones just because of where he's getting drafted. A lot of teams are uh, people are going to likely reach for Jones just because of the impact he had last year. But again, I don't know if I'm going to be able to grab him just because of where he's going in draft spots. That doesn't mean I don't like Jones. I do like Jones this year in fantasy. Not going to have very many shares of Jimmy Graham. Graham's a player that I think that we see finally showing his age, and I think the, uh, the end of his career is nearing us. I'm looking at maybe like a Jay Sternberger, the, the tight end that they took this year in the draft. I think he's a player that you might want to stash in your dynasty leagues. We know Aaron Rodgers likes to use his tight end position in, in the past. Maybe Sternberger is the player that he uses um, in the next couple of years when he does become that uh, starting tight end once Jimmy Graham is gone from the offense. So, as, so in, in closing, I think I'm going to have plenty of shares of Adams, Allison, and um, have a few shares of Aaron Jones, depending on where I can get him. And that's about it on this offense. If I'm in dynasty leagues, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a shot on Jay Sternberger. Also looking at Marcus Valdez Scantling in um, dynasty leagues, just because even even as a number three option in, in the passing game this year, MVS is a player that can can have those big games. He might be a nice player also in those um, best ball formats as well. The final team in the NFC North, we look at the Minnesota Vikings, a team that that struggled at times last year. Bringing in Kirk Cousins, people thought that this was going to be a team that was going to dominate this this league. 
They almost made it to the Super Bowl the year before. Now they bring in Kirk Cousins, who's a better option than Case Keenum. But he just didn't have the connection early on as much as you thought he would with uh, maybe two of the best maybe the best combo in football in Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. He just didn't have that combination there as well. And then we have Dalvin Cook. Has all the talent in the world as a running back. He just can't stay healthy. I'm not questioning his talent. What I'm questioning is him staying healthy. Getting a lot of slack on why I don't think that he's um, worth a second-round pick, uh, especially an early second-round pick. I might, I might look at him late in the second, but an early second-round pick, there's other options I'd like to go in my fantasy league just because I don't trust his health moving forward. If he can stay healthy, absolutely. I think he's a first-round talent if he can stay healthy. But we've seen the last two, the, his first two seasons in the league, he just can't stay healthy. That makes me um, looking at a player like Alex, Alexander Madison. The backup there, um, the rookie this year, I think, is going to play that um, if, if you take Cook, I think you absolutely have to take Madison as a handcuff to your, to your Cook pick. And you might even have to reach for him as well because this offense is going to find ways to get the running back the ball. So that's why if, if I know Cook is going to be healthy, I have no issues taking him in the first round. I just don't think he's going to help, stay healthy. That makes me high on Madison as a late pick. If I don't take Cook even, I'm going to look at Madison as a sleeper later in draft, stealing from the Cook owner, and hopefully that maybe uh, what, what I think is going to happen does happen and Madison does become the workhorse there in, um, in the offense. And I think the running back can have a nice season, but is it going to be Cook or is it going to be Madison? I think it's going to be Madison just because of Cook's injury history. But if Cook can stay healthy, I think he's in for a phenomenal year. I could be totally wrong on this pick because Cook, there's no questioning the talent, like I said. It's the health for me alone. Thielen and Diggs, great talent on the outside. That's why I think Cousins is one of the better quarterbacks this year, especially if you're not going to get one of the top-tier quarterbacks. Wait for Cousins. Maybe a little bit of a, a down year last year for Cousins, and for his numbers in, at, at least, and what people thought he was going to do. You can get him a little later, and we know he's going to put up numbers with Thielen and Diggs. Then you have old reliable Kyle Rudolph at tight end. Um, I, I, I just like this team as a whole. I think this team has a chance to have a, a decent season this year, as we've seen in, in the years past. I like their passing game a little more than their running game. Excuse me. But uh, I, I think uh, if, if I'm looking in redraft leagues, I'm going to take a lot of shares of Madison, especially in late in drafts. I like Diggs over Thielen personally between the two, but I like both options there. And I'm like, likely not going to look at the tight end just because I like other tight ends in the league. No, nothing against Kyle Rudolph. I just like other tight ends, especially value ones later in the draft. And I'm likely to have a lot of shares of Kirk Cousins just because of my draft system of quarterbacks. I'm likely going to fall on the Cousins a few times in fantasy leagues as well. And I... In, in uh, best ball and those kind of formats there, I'm obviously going to take Dalvin Cook because, like I said, I think he has all the talent in the world. He has that upside. If he can stay healthy, he can have a smash season. But it's just about him staying healthy. Redrafts, I don't know if I'm going to have very many shares of him. Best ball, I'm going to have, I'm going to have shares of him. And Dynasty Leagues, I think you can look at him as well, obviously, being one of the running, best running backs in football. It all, it all depends on me on where Cook is going to get drafted. If we're looking at a late second-round pick, obviously I'm going to take a chance on him. If we're looking at the early or middle of the second round, there's other options I like better at running back, at wide receiver. I'm likely going to look at Cook as a late second, early third, but I don't think he's going to be there in my drafts just because of the talent he is and the upside that he has and with people falling in love with the name and not maybe looking at how, how injury-prone he has been in his career. So now if we take a look at the division itself, who's coming out of the NFC North? Who's the best player in the division? As we talked about bust, is there a bust that I'm not looking at? Obviously, I, I talked about Cook. I don't think he's really a bust. I think he's much more of an injury-prone uh, player. 
I have the Green Bay Packers not only coming out of the NFC North, I have the Packers meeting up in the Super Bowl with the Indianapolis Colts, losing to the Colts in the Super Bowl as it is right now. That may change, obviously, when things happen, injuries start to happen. We start to see training camp battles. This, this kind of stuff happens. But if I'm looking at right now, I like the Packers to represent the NFC, which means they win the NFC North. And I think we're going to see one of the two, either the Bears or the Vikings, very close. One of those teams is going to represent a wild card position. Maybe even both uh, make it as a wild card as well, as well. That's going to make the Detroit Lions a little tougher to uh, get wins in this division because I'm so high on the Bears, Packers, and Vikings as, a te- as teams. Best player in the division, name value, and I, and, and I think what he does. Obviously, we can, Aaron Rodgers is likely the best player in the division. But if we're not looking at Aaron Rodgers, we're not looking at a quarterback position in, in the division. I love at, uh, Devontae Adams. I think he's going to be the best receiver in football this year. I think the upside is there. He, has, he obviously has great connection with uh, Aaron Rodgers. And again, I, I am a, a big fan of Geronimo Allison. Keep an eye on him. If he's going to fall to you in drafts and continue to fall, draft him. And same thing with Alexander Madison. Madison's a player that I think I'm going to have plenty of shares in just because I think he's going to fall in drafts. And it, if, if the Cook owner doesn't want to reach for Madison earlier in the draft, I'm going to steal him from that owner and hope that I think does happen, does happen with Cook going down with injury. And all of a sudden, Madison is the number one running back there in that offense. And again, I think that running back in Minnesota has a chance for a nice season this year. Those are my takes on the NFC North. Hope this helps you guys out. Hopefully you guys can dominate your drafts. And again, if you have not checked out the draft kit, give us a look. We'll hopefully help you dominate your leagues. Thank you for all the support you guys have given. Been loving the uh, feedback I'm getting from you guys saying that I've helped you guys win your leagues last year. We're not going to stop last year. We're going to continue winning those leagues this year. Let's get those trophies. Let's keep piling them up. Welcome and thank you for listening to the podcast. We will talk to you later. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Boom. That's five minutes. Go.